Invitation to Wander is a four-roomed walk-through performance piece. The four rooms are all based on full-frequency field recordings that have been made by me since 2012. This piece presents four what I call inhuman places. When I use the term inhuman, what I mean is that these are places where we as humans are not necessarily top dog. We are kind of there at the mercy of the place. It's really just about places that I found that allow me to hear the place behave as itself. So they're places where I can make long form recordings undisturbed. And so as I was making these field recordings, I was sort of thinking about how best to represent these sounds in a way that is music, because I do hear them that way, and bring them into a sort of more musical context. So the four places are the Arctic, the Amazon, Outback Australia, and a selection of desert scapes. Each of them has quad sound, which is the way a lot of the recordings have been made. So the recordings themselves are spatially accurate, if you like. And so they're kind of mapping up the spaces. Some of the places there are sounds that can't be heard while you're actually in the place, but are happening underneath you, under the ground, like shifting sands, creatures that live underwater. So this idea of place being left to be place without us necessarily being aware that we're affected by it. But of course we are, we're affected by all of our surroundings. Music Ensemble are the performance uh, musicians and they will be dotted throughout the four rooms. Then there are two vocalists, Uta Wasserman and Michelle O'Rourke. So the idea of the vocalists is that they are musically coming at this from quite different perspectives. So Uta is obviously a recognised phenomenal improviser, specialising in the bird call sounds uh, in her improvisations. So we've been working together all and off developing different strategies and things like this about how the piece might work. Michelle O'Rourke then, we work together. Her part will be partially improvised, partially composed. So a little bit less free than Uta's part. The piece explores this new form of score that I've been working on also over the last five years that prioritizes the ear over the eye. So all musicians will be responding to an aural score and will have individual aural parts that have been constructed and that will be communicated through the ear. My aural parts highlight specific frequencies, specific uh, rhythmic information, pacing information. It's not like a theatre part where you've got something in your ear telling you turn stage right. It's all sonic information. They get text and graphic scores to go along with how they interpret those parts. No part of the piece is fully improvised. It's all composed. I like to think of it as a sort of living composition, so it's composed by degree. On top of this, then, you have photographs that are projected into each of the spaces. 
um, that momentarily trigger another sense for an audience. And those photographs and images are uh, all taken by John Godfrey in those locations. So the idea is that the audience is constantly moving from states of engagement and states of interaction. The final layer then is the integration of an amateur sound choir. This project managed to get Arts Council project funding, which basically enabled me to build in a professional development component to develop a sound choir that I hope will move beyond this project. So we put out a call for amateur singers and artists from any background, and we've been holding professional development workshops. And basically this sound choir moves independently of the musicians and everybody else and enters the space and temporarily responds and alters the space and then moves to the next space. So the whole thing is kind of this macro world that's been created. Um, and then the audience basically negotiates their way around the world. So a little bit like a, a move through pop-up opera, where you find your own story, but the story isn't necessarily linear. And the story, if you like, is a sonic one. I have looked at and I've spent the last year researching what opera can be and whether there is a place for a work like this within that heading. And that, that I hope will be the next stage of development. This piece, I suppose it's maybe crossing into performative installation. It's a musical performance piece, but it's one that you need to seek out. One reason that I started going to these places was because they're the only places where I can record uninterrupted, where I can actually hear a place. Just like I would go to hear the National Symphony Orchestra and hear the cacophony of harmonies that are uniquely existing in that space. I hear these places in the same way, whether its contribution is silence or whether it's the sudden uproar of the wind that therefore alters the bird calls in the space because of the acoustics. My hearing as, as a composer has never been limited to Western harmony. Thinking about the various environmental issues and, and, and challenges that, that we face, has the, the whole climate emergency influenced this particular work? One of the things that I've worked very hard to do with my work is to leave room for the listener. And I really do feel that I would do more damage by coming forward with something like this. By not saying it, you know, people find their way in and maybe you reach somebody who isn't aware of climate change. There are so many different ways of communicating something. We don't always have to go for the direct hit. I go to these places, I listen. You know, the last thing I do is press record. The actual field recording is the surface of a practice that's much deeper than that. And this idea that we can be and should be changed by place is part of that conversation as well. And I hope that that is what people hear. 
because it's, I mean, again, this word immersive has been overly utilized. Unfortunately, it's the only word that truly describes this. Once you step into one of these rooms, you are immersed in place. In terms of these four rooms and these four areas that you visited, how do you connect those together in this piece? And on a very basic level, wind connects everything. You've got the, the vessel through which the wind is blowing, but there is a sort of a macro time that we play such a minute part in. As I listen to these different places, there are natural occurrences that happen, and then the place alters the sonic result of that natural occurrence. We talk a lot about bringing new music to new audiences and, and widening the audiences. This is it. You know, these, these are real places. This is not limited to your knowledge of musical history. It can be enhanced by it, of course, but it's not a prerequisite. So it's a music for everybody. Invitation to Wander premieres at uh, Cork Midsummer Festival the 19th to the 22nd of June. So it's a four night run, which is really great. The piece was originally commissioned by Cork Midsummer Festival with funds from the Arts Council. And then it's been realized through project funding. 